I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Hello and welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast with Frank Skinner, Emily and Gareth. Hi, Frank. Hello. Under the auspices of um, Absolute Radio. Mm. There you go. I've already said auspices and no one noticed. Yeah. I'm so oh, pleased they've opened some hospices. It's really <laughs> yeah. lovely work I they've think done. It, I think it is a nice thing. You can't, cause, because um, they pump it all into the 38-year-old man in the black T-shirt. But what about the elderly that listen to this? Yeah. yeah. And once you've got them in, they can't turn it off. That's a good thing about them. Yeah. Well, I've always said that. <laughs> so have I. So... <laughs> <laughs> So um, we've arrived. It's, well, actually, um, talking about the elderly, we have had a text in, haven't we, during the week, uh, from someone who I think sounds like he could be quite elderly. Yes. Oh, well, you're guessing from, yes. from the nature of his... Well, partly from his name. Um, his name is Bobby Nickel. Bobby is a very old school name, Frank. Mm. OK. Sounds like he might be a gangster. Bobby Nickel from... Mm. But it is, though, isn't it? You'd call yourself Somewhere. Rob now. Yeah, I suppose you Bobby. would, yeah. yeah. not many Bobbies nowadays. Bobby, uh, Bobby Brown. Yeah. It won't be from him now, would it? No, I don't think so. Well, no, he's got other fish What's to fry. Surname? I see. Yeah, Is that gone. what he does now? He's in a tip-top. <laughs> I wonder what would happen to him. <laughs> I wonder if he could do me a couple of scallops. Bobby Nickel tells a tale. Um, a few years ago, whilst at the local rubbish tip, dump or whatever you want to call it, I saw a little black square box... When oh, I got no, that'll be the flight recorder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. When I got home, I couldn't believe it. When I opened the box, inside was an old gramophone and a collection of old 78 records, including um, Glenn Miller, Al Jolson, Jimmy Shand, and uh, numerous other artists. Also inside was <laughs> Jimmy a... Jimmy Shand. <laughs> At last, Jimmy Shand has been mentioned on an Absolute Radio <laughs> podcast. Do you know who Jimmy Shand is? I bet you no. don't. There used to be a... a um, Scottish programme called the White Heather Club, I think it was called. And it all used to be people singing things like, well, I've just come to you from the Aylmer Scale, I'll fall me... And, and, and Jimmy mm. Shand was... I think he Oh, I vaguely played, remember that. I think he played the accordion. Mm. Ah. But I could be wrong about that. But uh, how marvellous. That's a great find, yeah. though. I should, as, as a setting to this, I should say to any new listeners that we talked a few weeks ago about <laughs> things we've found on skin skips and on tips. On the dump, yes. On the, on the dump. Trawling through rubbish. Um, also, was inside was a tiny tobacco-type tin and inside a few dozen needles. Oh. It's got the whole, yeah. whole set. Still gone a bit Peter Doherty. I put, <laughs> I, put the, <laughs> I put the old crank handle in and turned it around a few times. I wish he wouldn't call his wife that. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden I was listening to an original recording of In the Mood by Glenn Miller. Oh. Why would some... <laughs> that moment in the Glen Miller story. Oh, 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 oh that's, that's it. Oh, that sound, that's it. <laughs> Why would someone want to throw this out is beyond me. But it's my game because, as they say, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Well, as they did Bobby. say 45 years ago. <laughs> oh, Bobby. Do you think yeah. it's the black box from Glen Miller's plane? No. <laughs> Could be. I don't think they, you say finders, keepers, losers, weepers about stuff at the dump, though. 
No, you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't lose. Stuff. They've fallen into my trap. Oh, they'll miss this. Yeah, dompers weepers. That doesn't. Uh, <laughs> just doesn't work. Oh, I'm quite it? pleased with Bobby though. It's a great yeah, find. Good old Bobby. Great find. Great find. That happened in 1936. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, fair enough. With the absolute system, that's how long it takes for our text to come through. Well, it must. Have, they must have put it there pre-eBay, because who'd be who'd be foolish mm. enough to yeah. cast aside a, a, what a, a Jimmy Shan 78? Yeah, and a Glenn Miller. Yeah, and who was the other one? Um, was Al, Al Jolson. Al Jolson, a bit much loved by Ava Braun. Yeah, um, nice, nice costume. Adolf Hitler's uh, wife. Yeah, I said it wouldn't last. Yeah. Well, that it's, it's a lovely story. Um, well, actually, Bobby's not the only one. I, what worries me, yeah. can I just say, yeah. is, is there any chance that flying over that rubbish tip, um, say in a helicopter mm. a week or two before, was um, a DJ who was on his way to a Remembrance Sunday disco? <laughs> oh. And that dropped out and... Uh, and he's, he's looking That's for that. True. And Bobby telling us now, Bobby's going to have to hand it back. He's sort of danger of that. It might have been Noel Edmonds. Yeah. Because he likes a helicopter. Yeah, that's He true. does like a helicopter. Otherwise and he plays a lot of Jimmy Shan. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, quite a high-budget disco yeah. veteran. Hold him, this box, did it say £5,000 on the inside of the <laughs> lid? When he opened it? It's all falling into place, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. Poor old... Poor old Noel Edmonds. <laughs> well, I'm sure Noel listens. Spent all that time on his beard. <laughs> now he's not on very much, except for Deal or No Deal. I can't yeah. Deal or No Deal is what I would say if I was flying over Kent <laughs> with a nuclear bomb in my aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway... He does cosmic ordering, doesn't he? He's got everything he wants. On the internet, is that yeah. how you do it? <laughs> no, but that's that. Mu- he must have it? his life. He says it's Amazon, exactly yeah. what he wanted. What do you do? Amazon. How do you do that? He's got a new wife, makeup artist, 37. Oh. He's got... <laughs> a... I think everything's in order. <laughs> I bet she has to put some work in on that, oh, yeah. uh, on that beard. <laughs> well, it makes sense, marry the makeup artist. I love the fact, though, that as he's aged within, mm. the hair and the beard has remained exactly... I mean, exactly the same. Mm. He's going to get older and older, and the hair and the beard will stay fabulously the same. I wonder if he does use a dye, and I'm not saying he does, but let's say he does, mm. I think it might say on the packet, Golden Retriever. Because it's that sort of shade, isn't it? Don't yeah, you think? Blondie. I think Golden Retriever is, is one of his cosmic ordinary <laughs> phrases. Yeah. I told you before, I'm sure, when he, he was staying at, at our flats and I saw him when I left. I didn't know. I don't remember that. He stayed at your flat. Oh, yes, yeah, I Not do in remember. my flat, in, in yeah. the same block. And I left and I saw him going across the car park with a hold all, all dressed in black, oh. like a, like the dairy box man or whatever they call milk Oh, tribe, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He looking, had a box, did he? He looked like he had a, yeah, he had a bit of a. Oh, yeah, he had um, a black, <laughs> black box and he was humming. <laughs> By the way, when I left uh, this morning, when I left my flats, um, I left at six o'clock. Mm. No, actually, I did. I left at quarter to seven quite early. Okay. And Mohammed on the front desk says to me, "No, it's not fair. You, 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 you look nice in the morning, not like on those pictures." Did he say <laughs> talking that? about the faces for radio? Oh, yeah. I Even my... he's seen it. Yeah. Well, he often sees me first thing. I've in the seen morning. it. You're very prominent around Waterloo. I've noticed. Yes, yeah. I'm, I, I'm. I must go on a diet. Mm. <laughs> What else? Uh, well, we had another on the subject of dumps. We had oh, a. Oh dear! 
We had um, a text or email, it was actually an email, I think, in from Cathy, who said, um, the best thing I ever got out of a skip was a monsoon maxi dress. So, sorry, Emily, but I couldn't resist. As a result, I can't wear it anywhere in our neighbourhood for fear the dumpy might recognise it on me now. <laughs> Would that be a bad thing, now if they dumped yeah, it? Yeah, she'll just have to um, keep it for special occasions. <laughs> yeah. Like weddings. It's a bit like when I think my mum got my sister something and then she gave it to uh, Cancer Research and they decided to put it on the dummy in the window. Uh, so she couldn't run from that. No. Although I think what she... She didn't mention it, so when she found it in the skip, it was on a human being. <laughs> with the head missing. Sewed up the slash down the side. So perfect. perfect. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah, well, that came off with a jade cloth and a bit of yeah. dental. Yeah. Fine. Well, that's a <laughs> great find, though, isn't it? Yeah. Would, would, you, would you wear a, uh, a maxi dress out of a skip, do you think? No. <laughs> is it the skip or is it the monsoon? What's putting you off? There's an awful lot going on there yeah. that, that worries me, to be honest. No, I... no, monsoon I have no problem with. Okay. I, they're actually, there's some nice pieces. Um, the skip, not so much so. No. Not loving the skip. It wouldn't put me... If I, found, if I saw something in the skip that I really liked, mm. um, it wouldn't put me off. I don't okay. like second-hand shops, though, Frank. No, I don't. I'm a bit they? phobic about other people's... Odors. It's it's not so much that. It's that I, they make me think of death. I always imagine that mm. someone's died in those clothes. Yeah, yeah. That's Absolute. Um. <laughs> Absolute mortality. <laughs> that's the new station. They just talk about death. Play a lot of death-based records. Frank, I know we've had a lot of texts and emails that we're just reading out. That's all right. I love. But it. there's another one that I just think you have to hear because, well, Gareth and I liked it. Which is there's um, been an email in from Ben Scott. Oh yeah. And the subject line of the email is, Celebrity caught me slagging him off. Well, you can imagine my delight. Yeah, I'm liking, I'm liking <laughs> the title a lot. So, Ben Scott says, Was in a hotel in London and Andy Taylor from Duran Duran was at the bar. Oh, yeah. Dressed like a bit of a plonker. <laughs> OK. Oh. When was this set? 1975? <laughs> <laughs> 1936, the first one. This one was... Um, <laughs> these have been lying around quite a while, these emails. <laughs> they were originally sent to the light programme. Yeah. Um, so he was dressed like a bit of a plonker. This is the BBC in London. <laughs> it is. Oh, actually, it, you know, they're not emails, they're telegrams. Oh, yeah. Well, that changes everything. OK, Andy Taylor. And he was being a bit of an idiot. OK. The next day, unspecified, the idiocy, but mm. nevertheless. The next day, I was sitting in the hotel bar telling a mate about how ridiculous he was, using some fairly fruity language, oh, and really That's slagging bonker. him off. Then we suddenly heard from the next-door booth a really slow, loud hand clap. We looked around to find <laughs> Mr Taylor less than impressed. I'm loving wow. the... Uh... <laughs> A slow hand clap. What a weird response that is. I haven't heard a slow hand clap. In fact, probably since the eighties. It's gonna Andy Taylor. Andy Taylor thought, well, I need a response that's suitably eighties. <laughs> Was he drinking a tea, Maria? Oh, <laughs> what dear. a weird response Very that is. Weird. How brilliant. But also, what a weird person to take objection to. I mean. He's all right. He's got that funny little ponytail. No, but if you do, I mean, if you saw a celeb misbehaving, yeah. you wouldn't be able to resist telling the story. It's just, well, I, mean, I, I don't know about not. you, I'd never check the next booth. I'd just go for it. No, for the no exactly. I'll tell you what I really want to know there from Ben mm. Scott. is what happened next. How did... Please, how did, please, please tell me now. How did Scotty 
uh, yeah. respond to the you know the, the slow hand clap? Did the slow did did, did uh, Andy Taylor say something? Well, he leaves that mysterious. He says it was very embarrassing and funny at the same time, but mm. that makes me think that's life, though. Isn't yeah, it? well, exactly. Perhaps they both saw the funny side. But uh, was no, the slow hand clap angry? Uh, and angry? I'm assuming it was. Oh yeah. Yeah, very angry. I don't think he was saying, oh, "Can you speed up?" <laughs> This criticism a little bit. I'm desperate to, to get to the end, the uh, the coup de gras. No, I think yeah, I think he was just he was expressing this. It was his contempt, yeah. Oh, totally. I was um, I went to see Blythe Spirit um, last week at mm-hmm. um, at the Apollo in Shaftesbury Avenue, and uh, a man came up to me after and he said, "Oh, Frank, Frank, uh, can I have your ticket stubs?" He said they're great for autographs, and I said, "Okay." So I gave him my tickets, so but he went yeah. away, he went off with them to get get them autographed. Oh! Didn't didn't I didn't didn't ask for mine? Oh. Can you can you believe it? He's actually got some something to get signed from me. Did he oh. ask for a pen? He didn't well. ask for a pen. I sort of put it right up his nostril. Yeah. <laughs> that would have uh, done uh, some damage. Uh. I wouldn't be surprised. So what were you saying, Frank? You got lost or something? Or you oh, were giving someone directions? No, Why do you even try? Oh. No, but um, I, th- I think I've said on uh, on absolute mm. before that um, I have no sense of direction. It's really quite bad. Mm. And um, I spoke to, you may know, a psychologist about it who said it's because I didn't crawl when I was a baby. I don't believe that. Well... It's like David Baddiel says he's got insomnia because he was born in New York. It's yes, rubbish. he says that. He's got, like, he's got jet lag forever. Exactly. That's his theory. He does look like someone who's got jet lag forever, <laughs> he though. Does he's, 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 he's laid back in the extreme. Yeah, he is. But, um, no, that's probably... I mean, I crawled a, a lot in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, you did, But yeah. I never got that sense of direction back. Uh, but anyway, a, a very um, attractive... A uh, woman came up to me in um, in the centre of London and said to me, "I'm sorry to bother you. Do you know where Chinatown is?" Mm. And honestly, it was—I mean, I bet it wasn't half a mile away, mm. perhaps not even a quarter. And I said, "You go over there, then you go right, and then then you uh, then you turn left." And she went away, and I went off, and I thought, "Well, I was I was actually going to walk through Chinatown on my way somewhere." <laughs> But I, she was a bit too nice looking for me to say, oh, well, I'm going that way, walk yes. with me. It would have looked like I was being salacious. Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. Um, so I didn't feel I could do that. But I felt, as I walked back, I saw her just seeing her walk off. So she's striding confidently. And she was on the phone, so she's probably saying, oh, I'll be with you in a minute. It's just, oh, and she was oh. going completely the wrong. And I thought about running after her, but I thought I might get maced. Yeah, you might yeah. have. So um, I thought, well, if that's your attitude, get lost. <laughs> but I felt I felt properly guilty. Frank, I, I wish I'd have just said, follow the lanterns, <laughs> looking back. But it's irresponsible of you to give directions. I know, because why you, do I do it? Can I just say, Gareth, isn't it true, when we come out of here every Saturday, we come out of Absolute Radio, mm. and Frank doesn't know where he's going. And whenever you say goodbye, you pretend that, you know, you go bye-bye, bye-bye, and then you walk into a basement as well as flat. It is. <laughs> uh, you won't... The times I've been in the car, and, and eventually the passenger will say, are we, um, <laughs> are we lost? And I'll say, yeah. oh, yeah, we've been lost for like half an hour. No idea. At least, you know, the, the sat-nav has stopped there. But I don't... If I've got used to it, but I suppose the problem is 
Uh, sometimes, by the way, I'll be out walking and I'll get lost. I phone my girlfriend, Kat, and she's on there saying, right, what shops are you near to? Can you see anything of a distinction? And she, you know, like in the old films when you're on a plane and they say, there's a green lever to your left. <laughs> it's like that. She talks me down. But Daisy and I oh. did that to you in Edinburgh. We were going, River Island, keep yeah, going. I know, it's, it's pathetic. I just can't do anything about it. You need it. toddler reins. Yes. Didn't he play the Invisible Man? <laughs> but I, um, I, when they ask me, I don't want to appear to be so stupid that I don't know where Chinatown is, for mm. example. Mm. So I can't, if, I think if I say I don't know, it look like I'm being deliberately unhelpful. Mm. No, I think it would look like you don't know. Yeah, and, and I can't being, tolerate being that. honest. <laughs> I'm, I, I, won't, I won't be party to that. Not good. Who knows where that woman is now? She wasn't wearing a maxi dress, was she? Um, the terrible thing is, I think it's all right. She was Chinese as well. Oh. So, I mean, at least I didn't say. Did you? Well, <laughs> if you don't know, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I wasn't like that. But um, I, I, that felt worse. It felt like I'd sent her away from her people. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I yeah. felt like I'd exiled her. I think um, in future, Frank, just if someone asks, you're just going to have to fess up. You have no sense. Honesty of is the best policy, I think. Yeah. What about if I carry uh, a series of maps yeah. with me? And if anyone asks me, I'll just I'll pretend I'm a mute. That would be a good thing for your, um, to have. You could have a little um, selection of, you know, one of those little plastic holders for leaflets. Mm. Just have those on your belt. No, I haven't seen those. What are they? But, you know, like in a in a tourist office where they have a pile of leaflets and they're all... You know, when you're in the uh, tourist office. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I go in the tourist <laughs> office to find the place. Half a mile away. <laughs> no, I, I, well... No. But I know what you mean. Leaflets. I know what you mean about the sort of, oh, I'm going that way anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. I do that a lot. She'd have thought you were not yeah. going that way. You'd yeah. just seen well, me. I do do it a lot. opportunist. Yeah. Well, I, and I am an opportunist. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. joking. If someone's nice looking, I'll say, oh, I'm going that way anyway. <laughs> if they're not, nah, no and deal. Has it, has it ever worked? <laughs> deal or no deal. No, I've never actually been on a date. <laughs> no. Excuse as a result me. of it. Excuse Have you me, been in an <laughs> We've had fun. <laughs> Excuse me, miss, I'm trying to find my way home. <laughs> well, I was going that way anyway. <laughs> so, Frank, um, I did a TV interview this week. Did you? Well, I did. Why don't you tell... I love to watch it when you're on telly. Well, there's a reason why I didn't tell you. There's okay. a reason why I didn't tell both of you. Um, there's a reason why what? I haven't told anyone. Oh, dear. Mm. Did it not go well? Well, you could say that. <laughs> Did they say, how do you sleep? <laughs> At the end of it. How on earth do you sleep? And oh. I said Xanax. <laughs> no, um, they... I was asked to do... It was a kind of, you know, like, uh, I think it's Associated Press, and they syndicate this um, all around the world, apparently. Really? Yeah. America, Canada, Europe. Oh, so a crew came into the in-style offices, mm. and I'd been asked to talk about Kate Middleton's style. Because there was a few stories have been going around uh, the, about her wedding dress and who she might use, and there was a suggestion it might be uh, the House of Alexander McQueen. Okay. So who better to ask than InStyle's very own deputy editor? Indeed. Well, obviously. So, got my blow dry. Always get a blow dry when you're going on telly, Frank. I, I do as well. Oh, no, sorry. Carry on. <laughs> got mixed up. Sorry, what I meant was always get a £7 haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always get a blow dry. Mm. Um, did my own makeup, but it was fine. Um, carefully chosen outfit. 
everything well, good when to go. I got waxed for mm. um, comic relief Jimmy Carr brought his own wardrobe person and all we had to put on was a white tailing <laughs> robe <laughs> all she did was hold it put his sleeves in she just tucked in the collar a bit and that was it good night oh there you go um <laughs> so I chose you know I had everything I was very planned I was very prepared of course I spent some time thinking about the questions that might come up mm. um had sort of structured my answers as one does sat down did it they love me if i do say so myself okay. we laughed i i kept it formal and respectful with the odd little joke yeah Throwing did you in. use my kate middleton looks a bit evil bit no okay <laughs> no probably for the best everything was great they they left i was still glowing you know the afterglow when you've oh, done a good little performance God, like that I? yeah you think great i talked very I mean, knowledge- it's been a while but i, I still remember it <laughs> I talked very knowledgeably about her fashion sense, because I know a lot about this. I know. Sat down and realised my top was on inside out. Oh. There were exposed seams. Oh, no. Yes. A bit no. of a label. You're joking. No. Not a label. No, a bit of a label. <laughs> yeah, but everyone now will think, well, that must <laughs> be the way to... Well, I'm the... thinking that's why they didn't question me, because the label yeah. was halfway down. It was halfway down, you know, in my sort of torso area. So it was an... It, oh, it was that sit, one? Yes. Oh, you're talking about something to do with fashion and the royal family yes. and everyone's reading your washing instructions. <laughs> <laughs> and the seams, it was seams akimbo. It oh. really was. But why didn't they say anything? Well, they thought that was, this is the new fashion. This is what everyone's wearing at InStyle magazine. Oh, I was... I'm turning my cardigan inside out <laughs> as we speak. I feel embarrassed that it's the right way around now. Do you think I should just style it out if it is shown Definitely. in Wyoming, which it might be? I mean, the embarrassment. I rung her off. I said, where is this being shown? She went, America, Europe, Canada. It's going to be everywhere. Oh. Oh, it's a shame it wasn't shown in Ghana, where seems Akimbo is quite a big star. <laughs> I mean, he's done 17 movies. Well, that's that is that's quite traumatic. I know. What is so, Kate? What is Kate's style in a, in a nutshell? In a nutshell, Frank, she's quite feminine. Mm. She's very oh, she's proud of her waist. She'll always accentuate that waist. Right. She's got a, quite a trim figure, hasn't she? Wouldn't she, you say? She's narrow. She's narrow. She's got yeah. a long leg as well. Mm. Like our producer, I was telling her only earlier she had a long leg. Does our producer have a long leg? She does. I've never noticed. <laughs> Problem that. is, one short one as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> well that, that's what. The, uh, that's why she always walks in the gutter. I had no idea. Actually, our producer has quite a Kate Middleton figure. I think. Is that right? Mm. Athletic. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't look at her in those terms. I see her as a professional colleague. It's not oh. Sky Sports. You know? <laughs> Well, I, I, give, never I give her, her a to thumbs tuck up. in my headphones because <laughs> it wouldn't be quite so sexual. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Kate's style. So what's my style? If somebody said to you, "One is Frank Skinner's style," okay, let's do, do this. Know, let's do, do this. Do we want to go there? I think that's one <laughs> of the questions. No, you know where what? You just don't ask something. Well, I don't you know, think. Is, well, is, 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 is it middle age crisis <laughs> chic? <laughs> no, it's um, Red Brick University sociology professor. Is that what it mm. is? Oh. That's not bad. No, it's not a bad thing. Oh, I'm not not for one second. I, but I see. I don't. My point is that I don't have. A, I don't have any continuity in my style. Some days I might go for the, for the red brick uh, professor, but another day I might be sort of you know bass player with the small faces. Can I just say? <laughs> I think in your later years, uh, you found your look. Which is a good thing. You never uh, want to. Well, it's not a good thing for your early years. <laughs> but that way, no. Uh, um, well, then I sort of went, I think it was um, 
homeless alcoholic was my look in those days. <laughs> Which has got, you know, it's got its own style. Yeah. No, but you would, you'd sometimes appear, I felt, in the earlier years, there'd be... There'd be a loud jacket or something. Well, you remember, I was pressured. There was a fireman's jacket once, I seem to recall. Remember, remember that high I was pressured thing? into a sports shirt as well on a regular yeah, you basis, <laughs> and, and, and that's never good. I do have, I mean, I, I like to think, I, I, nowadays, mm. I feel like I'm going for a kind of a 1960s British novelist. I'm thinking I might yes. just wear white shirts forever. <laughs> Interesting. Never wear, and with a tie, with a slim tie, what are you thinking? Yeah, I like that. Mm, good. So... So let's do it. How how would you describe my style? Well, Frank, I might need your assistance on this. I mean, definitely. I think it's, isn't it blur roadie? No, it's a lot. It's a you lovely. You know when roadies dress like a poor version of the band <laughs> to look like they can hang around with them, and people think it's all right. They know they're not the same hotel, but they want to be at least in the same sort of Venn diagram. It's kind of... No, he could work. It's one of the last remaining vinyl shops in Camden Town he works in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Are we talking bondage clothing or, <laughs> or music? <laughs> music, please. Well, he likes he likes a cardigan, though. Yeah, yeah. Does it mostly this cardigan? Yes. Or it's an element of Clive Don. <laughs> or trendy IT. I'm yes. just putting it out there. I trendy think he could IT. be. He could work in a comic shop. Yes. Oh, that'd be good. That's a nice thing. That's a compliment coming from me. Yeah. Because I think they're gentle, well, I do take interesting that as a com- people. Compliment because I do look like the sort of person who would collect. But I just don't have, you know, the stickability to do it. No. No. You look like you no, might collect scurf. <laughs> scurf? I don't know what that is. It's that sort of white wedgie stuff that you get on your scalp. Oh, I thought it was one of <laughs> David Baddiel's magazines. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. <laughs> I think that's called surf. <laughs> that's women dressed as uh, 15th century peasantry. I never liked it myself. I can't cope with the scrofula under the breasts. It makes me feel ill. <laughs> But we're all different. I don't think anyone will argue with that. I'm scratching. It's going to be all right. <laughs> oh, that explains the skirt. That's good. I'm loving the royal wedding season, though. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Love it. Zara's getting Zara married. Mo- right. She's not. I met Zara. I liked her. I thought she was oh. nice. She was uh, sort of down to earth. Was that your question of sport? You mm. Mm. Yeah, she's. Um, look, she has a, has a Slavonic look to her. Do you know what I'm saying? She does, Frank. Yeah. She does. She's cu- she came out well, let's be honest. She did, yeah, considering what she had to, to battle with. I mean, the royal family genes are not always... Uh, no. But I'd say, I'd say Kate Middleton's going to opt the gene pool a bit. I think she's an attractive woman. Although, did you hear about what Princess Anne apparently had been suggesting that Mike Tyndall, who Zara's intended, mm. should get his nose fixed for the wedding? It's a bit... Uh, <laughs> He has got... Have you seen this house? I mean, it really is all over. I think that when they throw rice, it may settle <laughs> on his nose like, like snow on the eaves of an old house. But, I mean, who rattled her cage? I think that's a disgrace. Let's be honest. I and mean, if we're going to talk about getting things fixed for the wedding, have you seen her wedding photos? Uh, Queen Mary hair, anyone? It, she looked awful. But I, I don't think his nose is recoverable. Well, Still, if he'd said that, if he'd said... Em- if Frank, he'd everything's said it's no, fixable, darling. If he'd have said it's no good closing the stable door after the horse, she'd have <laughs> raced that into the yard in, in an absolute panic. So it's a good job he didn't say that. Mm. It's hard to tell about his nose from this picture because... Do you have a picture? Yeah, I've got a picture here because it looks oh, like yeah. his sort of... His head's like he's looking slightly to the side, but then his nose is looking further to the side than the rest of his face. Yeah, he's... Like a sort of... Going around a corner. He puts pay to that theory that as you get older, you move towards the right. He's a nose. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's heading 
Well, if you look at his face, his nose is, is heading east. You can imagine, like, in a cartoon that he can smell bacon, like, over there. And the nose is... <laughs> and the yeah, nose eventually, is going. <laughs> eventually he'll follow the nose. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that thing where the feet leaves start, the ground. Yeah, start floating. They're just travelling on vapour. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'd love to see that happen in, in the royal yeah. household. Yeah. I imagine she does a nice full English, um, Zara. <laughs> I bet Princess Anne will. doesn't. Oh, no. Well, I mean, if, if, that, um, if that hair got under the oven canopy... <laughs> Especially when the extractor was on, take the top of her head off. But what would you say, <laughs> honestly, if so, you got advice? Let's say Sandy Mason gave you advice about your clothes. What my girlfriend's mom? Yeah, we don't need a... to introduce Sandy Mason. She's a friend of the show. And she's like a, she's like a spiritual mother-in-law to me. Yeah. She never really. I don't think. See, she's lovely. She's, she's quite a well lovely, mannered. lovely woman, but she does she does dress like a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Jedi chic, Tatooine chic. Yeah, moves like uh, a Jedi. And. Uh, <laughs> So, I, I don't think she'd advise me on fashion. No. I can't think of any... She did once say to me that I must go and see Feast of Fiddles. <laughs> um, I didn't. It's a band, apparently. Is it? <laughs> yeah. She loves all that sort of I stuff. Did. She's very new age, but I, I, don't, I can't imagine her telling me to get my nose fixed. No, she's, no, she's, not, no. she's not full of the personal. She's, she's full of love. Yeah. People get funny about weddings, though. Um, when we, me and Laura, when we first got married, we lived in a Cardiff, and um, some of... <laughs> we some lived of in his... a Cardiff? <laughs> How many Cardiffs are there? <laughs> we lived in a Cardiff. <laughs> I look it anyway. Shall we live in Cardiff? We live in Cardiff. What's the matter? You hey, lived in at the Cardiff. <laughs> we lived oh, in Cardiff. Poor, poor guy. And um, <laughs> one of some of a couple of Laura's friends, in fact, invited only Laura to their wedding. <gasps> What? They only invited <laughs> Laura. So, wait, you know, you were know, you married at Yeah, this we point? were married at the time. <gasps> that is outrageous. That is genius. You know when someone... Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know when someone invites you only to part of the wedding, yes. they invited oh, only those. part of us to the wedding. That's really awful. Mm. Did you consider moving to another Cardiff? <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Did, yeah. did, 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 I mean, what do they? Went? Did she, she have a nice? Oh yeah, she loved she, it. Did she go? Yeah. What an act of terrible disloyalty. Well, I was appalled for a bit, and then I remember how much I hate weddings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then uh, well, another wedding, and I mean, this may explain part of it is that I. Killed somebody with an axe. <laughs> killed somebody with an axe. Oh, I ate it with an No, I happened. was so... I felt awful. I felt really ill, so I went and sat in the car. Mm. Um, but it did turn out I had gastroenteritis. So Laura was like, oh. But I, I was very ill. Mm. But then another time, Laura just did send me out to the car again. What, just, so just two weddings sent- you've sat in the car? <laughs> yeah, two weddings <laughs> I sat in the car, yeah. Why did she send you out to the car? I think I was just... Clearly not enjoying it. I'm oh, party animal. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not. Did you have a car, Tiff? <laughs> <laughs> Rob. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with Tree Boss Off Mints. <laughs> <laughs> 